God's Word is true today just as it was yesterday. It never changes. Acts chapter number 1 beginning in verse number 6 this morning. The Word of God says, When they were therefore were coming to come together, they asked of Him saying, Lord, Will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. But ye shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses Unto me both in Jerusalem, and all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Let us pray together. Heavenly Father God, I do thank you, God, for this day. God, I thank you for waking us up this morning, God. God, I thank you for the opportunity, God, to be able to come to your house. God, for those online to be able to turn on a computer, tablet, phone. God, by whatever means, God, you've made it possible, Lord. So, God, I pray now, God, you open us up. God, reveal yourself to us, God. God, to your children, I pray you speak a truth of word into them. God, for the lost, I pray you reveal to them they need salvation. God, touch us today. God, I know the God, we know the world has got so many uh, distractions and noise around us, God. God, I pray that all that be silenced in this place. Silenced in our heart, dear God, that we hear from heaven. God, hide me, God, behind your sacred desk. God, that I only speak what would be pleasing unto you, God. God, a willing vessel empty to be used, empty to be filled, God. God, I pray now you do the work, God, at this hour that only you can do. And God, we give you all the praise. Oh God, you're so worthy to be praised today. God, we give you all the praise. God, we give you all the honor. God, we give you all the glory for what you will accomplish. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Many of you are familiar with this passage of Scripture. Jesus has now died upon the cross. He was buried in the tomb and resurrected. And resurrected and alive. And now some 40 days now, 40 days, talking with the apostles, Concerning the kingdom of God. And you say, preacher, how can this help us in this current day? This can help us a lot in this current day. Because what is written here has not changed. It is the same. Listen, church, we have a marching order. We have a marching order. We do not have advice. We do not have an opinion. But we have the truth of the Word of God. We have the marching orders of what we should be doing 
today. I want you to notice this is not only life lesson, but this is to set us aright of where we ought to be with God. How many of you believe God has still got a plan? How many of you believe God is still working and moving? How many of you know without a shadow of a doubt you have already felt the Spirit of Almighty God move in your heart today? Can I tell you, He's here. He's here. Would you open your heart and welcome Him in? But we notice about what is essential. Number one, His essential plan. Notice with me in Scripture, verse number 6. When they therefore were come together, they asked of Him, saying, Lord, will Thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? Now here they are with a question. Can I ask you today, do we have questions? Do we have concerns? I wonder if there'd be anybody in the house today who has a worry. Does anybody in the house wonder what the future holds? Do you wonder who holds the future? Hey, can I tell you today, if you will listen, if you'll open up your heart, you'll hear exactly who holds the future. You'll hear exactly who has the plan. Folks, there's only one. His name is Jesus. Hey, listen, if there was no plan, Jesus would still be in the tomb. If there was no plan, hey, God would have left him there. Amen? But he is no longer there. He is alive. And now we look at his last words before the ascension. If you know anything about me, you know, as I preach, I love last words. Boy, there is so much found in last words. I want you to see what Jesus tells them. Here they are. They're asking questions. What does he say to them? Verse number 7, And he said unto them, Who is speaking? Jesus. It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in His own power. His own power. Here's part of the essential plan for note-takers. Number one, here it is. There are some things we are not to know. Oh my goodness. Did y'all get that? Preacher, we can know all things if we're a child of God. Can I tell you there are some things we are not to know. You do not know, hey listen, you do not know when Father God is going to call him out to come back for his bride. You do not know, I do not know, and anybody that says they know is blaspheming the Lord God. Period. Period. There are some things we are not to know. Now you say, preacher, what is so important about that in our day and time? Listen, we are a people consumed with worry. We are a people consumed wondering what's going to happen next. We're a, hey, listen, we, we, uh, we wonder what's going to happen with this, what's going to happen with that. Listen, there's some people still scared to death. What if I get that virus? What if I get caught up in a riot? Now hear me today. You, you do the sensible thing. Let's get this straight right now. You do the sim- sensible thing. God's given you a brain. Amen. Everybody in here got a brain. All right. God given you common sense, has he not? All right. You are to wash your hands. You are to take a shower, bath, whatever you prefer. You are to be clean. All right. And do the best that you can. But listen. There's some things we don't know, folks. 
You don't know if that you're going to get that. You don't know if there's this going to come this way or that going to go that way. Listen, there's a lot that we don't know. You say, preacher, what does that have to do with us today? God, listen, if you knew everything, everybody with me? Huh? We're all together? Y'all done packed your backpack, got it on your back, ready to go, right? Listen to me. If you knew everything, now think about this. If you knew everything, how much faith would you have in God? Think about it. Think about it. If you knew everything, how much would you rely on God? Huh? Hey, can I tell you, listen, there's some things you just got to go in faith, folks. Listen, people have all kind of questions. I've gotten all kind of questions. Do you believe God would do this? Do you believe God would do that? Do you believe this will happen? Do you believe that? Listen, I know this. There are some things we're not to know. Listen, we're to trust God. We're to trust God's plan. Listen, just as this was not for them to know, it's not for us to know. It's not for us to know. What it is for us to do is to be ready. What it is for us to do is to be ready to go, ready for His coming, folks. Prepared for His coming. I want to ask you today, in all the preparedness that you've done, I think about hurricane preparedness. Here we are in the state of Florida. I mean, let's just rack it up. What do we got? Pandemic. We got a pandemic. We got riding. We got uh, anybody else? We got uh, rain. I mean, anybody flooded at their house? I mean, we underwater. It's a good thing I got the boat running. I might need it. I may have to drop that thing in my front yard. And here we are, we got these storms off the coast. I quit even looking at it. I just wonder if it's going to rain or not. What, I, what I'm saying is there is so much that we can consume ourselves with. Are, is anybody with me? There's so much that we can consume ourselves with. There's so many. And listen, this is no accident that this is happening. Listen, God told us in His Word that these would be the days. It's not a surprise. It's not a wonder. So hear me today. It's going to happen. It's going to take place. There's going to be uncertainty. There's going to be times we don't know what to do or where to go. But that's when we can rely upon the Lord. Rely upon the Lord. Let me tell you something. The devil loves these distractions. Oh, don't think for a second that he won't capitalize on them. You don't think for a second he wasn't already at work, moving, trying to do his best to get the people of God, their eyes off the Lord. Because can I tell you this, when your eyes are off the Lord, you're not doing the Lord's work. Huh? You cannot possibly know the way if you're looking at every other way. We need to accept the fact there are some things that we don't know, and there's some things we don't need to know. That we don't need to know. Listen, I don't know what you brought into the house that you're struggling with. I don't know, I don't know what the concern and the worry is that's weighing you down. Hey, I, I, I don't know what tomorrow holds for you. Some of you may be, listen, you may be dealing with so much anxiety today that even the thought of tomorrow stresses you out. Listen, I don't know what's going to happen to you tomorrow. But I know this, if you're a child of God, you're in His hand. 
You're in his hand. And that's the place we have to find ourselves. Notice what he said. This is so significant here. And he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. Now this is where we got to grab a hold of it. Who has the power? Who is all-powerful? You see, there's deity established right here. Who has the power? God has the power. God has the power. He controls all things. And can I tell you, listen, the struggles that you face and the things you may be going through, listen, they're no accident. It's called life, folks. It's called life. But it does, listen, in the depth of your circumstances, in the depth of your trial, and sometimes it's because we put ourselves there, sometimes it's because it's called life and it finds us. Anybody ever found a trial? How many of you, a trial found you? Come on. Yes, they're going to come. But listen to me. Hear my heart. Listen, by the power of God, none of that's by accident. And there's no circumstance that you walk through where God, listen, where God is not in control. There's not one. Somebody needs that today. Because your world feels out of control. Your world feels out of control. Can I tell you this? God is always in control. You think, these, you think all of this stuff going on in our world, listen to me, it is going down according to His plan. It's going down according to His plan. You say, is that, you mean God's doing all that evil? No, I'm not saying that a bit in the world. But there is evil, there is sin in this world. We need to get past that. And as a child of God, make up our mind to go by faith and live and trust God. We must do that. We must do that. We cannot back down. We cannot let up. I told you before, the church has been silent for too long. We've got to go forward with God. Living by faith. You want to talk about what's essential? Faith is essential, folks. Oh, it's essential and it should be exercised today. Notice what he says next here. But ye shall receive power. Essential number two, that you receive power. Can I tell you that if you are a child of God here today, you do not walk powerless. You do not walk powerless. So many times, listen. And we don't want to admit it. Children of God don't like to admit it. But sometimes we get down. (laughs) Sometimes we get out. I mean, sometimes we get, listen, we get so bogged down. And we think we're powerless. Can I tell you, not if my God is in you. Not if my God is in you. Listen to me, the one who controls everything. Guess what? If you're saved today, He's in you. He's in you. Notice notice what He says here in verse 8. But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. What did you get at the point of salvation? I ask you today, go back. Go back with me and remember. Who remembers the time they got saved? I'm talking about truly saved. And you can only get truly saved one time. 
Hear me. You're going to get truly saved. Once saved, always saved when you're really saved, right? When you're really saved. The power, listen, the Holy Ghost inside of you. Oh, folks, hear me. You're not powerless. I tell you, really, who's powerless? The devil's powerless when we give it over to God. Hear me. I tell you what, we, we get in this mentality and thought, and we're going to get back, back to the past here, but it all connects. Listen, we live powerless too often. One time is too often. Oh, there's power. There's power, the essential plan to receive. What is that? A power better than all knowledge. Now hear me today. A a power better than all knowledge. You say, preacher, what do you mean about that? I need wisdom. I need knowledge. What you need is wisdom and knowledge from the Lord. And with the Holy Spirit, listen to me, and with the Holy Spirit in control of your life. Everybody's still with me. All right. Don't, don't, Don't go out now. Come on. Listen. With all the wisdom and the knowledge we need for living today, you need the power of the Holy Spirit of God in control of your life. You can't make it any other way. You think those circumstances are going to hold off until you decide to surrender yourself totally over to the Holy Spirit? You think those trials, hey, I see that trial coming on. I'm going to pause that thing so I can get right with God. No, those trials are coming, folks. Those circumstances are coming. Some, hey, listen, I know for a fact there are some, their health is so bad, they don't know if they're going to make it through today. My, 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 I've done four services in about three weeks. Can I tell you, people are still dying through all this. Huh? That's a reality. That's a reality. We must, listen, we must have the power of God inside of us. Let me ask you this. What is your righteousness? What is your power? Listen, it's nothing, folks. We must live in the power of God. The power of God. And what is His plan? That we would receive. Oh, my. What do we get when we receive Him? What do we get when we receive the Holy Spirit of God inside of us? You know what we get? We get all truth. You see, we don't have to listen to what the world has to say. Do you know how? Listen, I'm really sick and tired of what the world has to say. I'll be honest with you. We cut cable off over a year ago or dish or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. We had two dishes outside and cables running all across the house. We've changed over so many times. Listen, all that's turned off now. And thank God it is. I'll be honest with you. I'm doing much better without it. Haven't we heard enough of what the world has to say? How about what the Holy Spirit of God has to say? A plan to receive truth revealed to your heart. And can I tell you this? When the Holy Spirit writes something on your heart, you know it. You know it. Hey, when He writes a promise on your heart, you know it. Boy, I told somebody this past week, listen, I I did not want to follow what the Lord would have me do. Hey, how many people have been there? Oh, so many times. Some of y'all, come on. You know who you are. Especially those that smile and y'all been there several times. But how wonderful it is when the Holy Spirit of God writes something on your heart. Can I tell you today, we ought to thank God for conviction, folks. 
And listen, I'm not always, listen, I'm, we, we hear that word conviction and we always think negative. Like, that's something I need to clean up in my life and do. And yes, yes, we've always got work to do. But how many times do you know conviction is God leading you into where he wants you to be? Yes. We need to stop being afraid of that word and embrace that word. Embrace it. Conviction. The Holy Ghost. <laughs> Praise the Lord for who He is. How about influence and favor? Church, if ever there was a day we needed influence and favor. In our daily lives. What do you mean? Not for your glory now. Hang on, not for your honor and glory, but for God's honor and glory. Favor. Hey, let me ask you this. Here we are seeing, listen, Jesus is laying it out. Here's his last message to them, the last commission to them. Influence and favor. How far would they get with the gospel without it? Nowhere. Nowhere. And I'm talking about even through the fact that they're hated in it. Amen. Influence and favor. Church, really, listen, in your life, and, and, this, and listen, if you don't grasp the fact that this is for you individually, this is for your family, and this is for the church, then you've missed the boat. Influence and favor. How's anybody going to want anything you got if you ain't got the influence and favor of God? Come on. Sometimes I think we look so much like the world that nobody can see Jesus. We need influence and favor from Him. From Him. And, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tell you today. Listen, you know whether you've received the Holy Ghost. You know whether the Holy Spirit of God resides in you. Hear me, I just feel impressed to stop. Listen to me. You know whether God has ever moved in your heart. You know whether God has ever convicted you of something. You know what I'm about to say. Without conviction, there's no salvation. Hear me today. There are people, listen, they've never received. Maybe you're here today. You've never received. You've dressed up. You've come to church. You've tried your best to act the part. Listen, you cannot do it, and it will tell. You cannot make it faking it. And you surely can't function without the unction of the Holy Spirit of God. Hear me. This world doesn't need to see a church going through the motions, but a church on fire for God. And I'm talking about so on fire for God because of what God is doing in here. Hey, not because of who's standing up here or who's teaching a Sunday school class, but that the power of Almighty God is on this place. Stirring in these people. Stirring in these people. The essential plan to receive. So here's the question for you today. If you're playing games with God, why don't you get right with Him? Listen, I'm, I'm telling you right now, listen, right there in the middle of the message, I'm telling you right now, why put it off? If God is talking to you, why not receive Him now? Why not allow Him to do something in your heart right now? Why not receive Him? If you're lost and undone, listen, you know, 
you know if you've never experienced what I'm talking about, you're not saved. Listen, why don't you get saved? You say, preacher, I can't remember the last time. We're going to park here. We're just going to park here because this is just where he'd have us be. Listen, some of you know that you've ne- Listen, you can't remember the last time you felt the Holy Spirit of God in your heart. Now listen, if there was a point that you truly surrendered and gave your life to Christ, I'm not telling you you're not saved, okay? You're saved. Once saved is always saved when you're truly saved. But what I am saying is this, is that we can get so far away from God, we can get so bogged down, we can get so distracted with the things of the world that we forget who we are. And what am I saying is that this is a divine time. Hear me. God puts these divine times together for you and I. You know why? So that we can come home to Him. No, listen, I'm not talking about church membership. All those things are great. Listen, our relationship with God is much bigger than church membership. Some people need to first get a part of the church and then be right with God. Can I tell you, there's no better place than to be in a fellowship with God. You see, in fellowship with God is where you feel the Holy Spirit of God. And I'm talking about more than a feeling. You know that. (laughs) You know that if you're saved when God stirs in you. Oh, folks, it's essential for the church today. Hey, it's, it's essential for you as an individual. Huh? Why? Because it's going to tell in your home. It's essential for your home. You see, you listen... Your home don't need any more masks. And I'm not making fun and I'm not joking. I'm being serious. Uh, We don't need more antibacterial, whatever that stuff is. What we need is to be spirit-led people. And you can't do that out of fellowship with God. Hear my heart today. Listen, you can't do it. You can't do it. It's essential. It's essential. Number three. Number three, the essential plan to be. Ain't nobody got excited about that. (laughs) Notice what he says in Scripture. Go back to verse 8. But ye shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be what? Be witnesses. Ye shall be witnesses. Listen to me. It's not enough to act. I just said earlier, it's not enough to act. It's not enough to put on a show. It's not enough to have a program. You've got to be. God has called us to be. You know what I love? Is that, listen, He doesn't mix words. (laughs) He doesn't mix words. God, listen, God is straightforward. What does He say? To be witnesses. To be witnesses. And let me tell you something. Listen, when we are right with God, folks, listen, when you're saved, when you're born again, when you're Holy Spirit led, guess what? You will be witnesses. Because what's in you will come out of you. Hear me, church. This is what the world needs to see. This is what we've got to be. It's not enough to act. It's not enough to pretend. Listen, you need, listen, you've, you've got you got crisis in your home? Hey, you say, preacher, what's that got to do with my crisis? Give it to God and be a witness through it. 
Do you realize sometimes God puts us, listen, He puts us in circumstances or He allows us to go through trials, listen, that He get the honor and the glory for it. I tell you today, if you're struggling with something, the first thing you do, hey, listen to me, you try it. If you don't believe me, that's okay, but you praise Him for it. Oh, you praise Preacher, you are radical. Well, I guess I may be a little bit, I don't know. But I can tell you this, if we praise God for it, He's got control over it. If we give it to Him. Listen, and you can't keep your eyes on Him and your eyes on your problems at the same time. Oh, church, we know this. We know this. You can only, listen, you can only pay attention to one thing at a time. What am I saying? Take your eyes off of the distractions and place them on Christ. Place them on Christ. Number three. Number three, to be. To be. That's what God has called us to do. To be. To be what? Witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the world. That is the results, church. That is the results. Did you miss it? Number one, your heart and life will be changed when you give yourself over to God. Number one. Number two, guess what? You're going to be spirit-led, huh? You're going to be spirit-led. Number three, it's going to come out of you. And when it comes out of you, guess what? It's going to spill out to your home. It's going to spill out to the people around you, your neighborhood. Hey, people in your neighborhood, I wonder if they know you're saved. Why in the world do we want to get quiet? I've had to honestly ask my question, that question to me. Preachers, surely now, everybody know. You see people all the time. People know you're the preacher. They know you're saved. Well, is it because that uh, they've seen my name or seen the video? Or is it because I'm out there talking about the Lord? What I'm asking myself, I'm asking you. Folks, when we're spirit-led people, it's going to spill out. It's going, listen, it's going to change how we live every day. It's going to change how you show up to work tomorrow. It's going to change how those people around you on your job see you. Why? Because it's going to, listen, the Holy Spirit of God will dictate your speech. Huh? Dictate your action when He's in control. He'll lead you and guide you. And people will see it. Not only people in your home. I ask you this. Listen, two weeks ago we talked about the home. We were in Psalm 128. Beautiful picture of the home. Let me ask you this. What does is, what is your spouse see in you spiritually? What does your spouse see in you spiritually? What your neighborhood see? What does people in your job see? What am I telling you, folks? Listen, if we, if we want to see God do great and mighty things here, and you say, Preacher, God's been doing mighty... Listen, this... We ain't even took a penny and scratched the surface of what God can do. Are you hungry? Are you hungry? You know, we got to be Spirit-led people. Spirit-led people. Sister, if you come and play, I want to ask you this. I just feel impressed. We need to move. People need to come and pray. People need to do business with God. I don't know what you're battling with today. But I know this. There's no circumstance or problem bigger than God, number one. 
But if you'll give, him, give it to him, praise him through it, and watch him work through it. Huh? I, I don't know. You're, people are, hey, come. This altar is open. Heads bowed, eyes closed. We don't even need to be looking around. What we need to be doing is praying. Would you mind the Lord today? Would you just mind the Lord today? Oh, I believe, listen, I don't believe it. I know it. We just saw it in Scripture. God is looking. Listen, <laughs> it's not that He can't. Listen, He can, will, do. If we'll surrender our hearts to Him. If we'll surrender our hearts to Him. There are those at the altar, would you come? Hey, listen, I don't know what God's doing in you, but I know this, He's here. <laughs> He's here. Boy, would you allow Him just to do something special in you today? Heavenly Father, God, God, you know everything, Lord. God, you're in control of all things, God. God, not only did you create it, you wired it. God, you're in control of it. And God, I thank you for it. And God, I know that as we're walking through these days, God, God, I know for some it's been depressing and trials have kept coming and some are just weighted down. God, I just pray. God, I pray that you touch their situation. And God, I pray now that you give them the courage to let go, God, and let you have it. God, maybe they need to give their spouse to you. Maybe they need to give their job to you. Maybe they need to give their, those co-workers to you. God, maybe they just need to give themselves to you. God, maybe today is the day of salvation for them. Oh, I pray, God. God, may not put off. That we not put off what you want to do. God, knowing what, that you've done everything. Since your only begotten Son. Oh, that Jesus died, buried, resurrected, and is alive today. Oh, the power. The power you have. Oh, God, touch us in Jesus' name. Amen.